I invite you to begin this morning by simply allowing the awareness to come inward. And if it fits, beginning with placing some kind of altruistic intention. Maybe something simple like, may this go to the benefit of all beings. And then taking some time to allow for a quality of relaxation. Maybe allowing the feet and legs to relax. an easing or opening in the hip sockets. Allowing the pelvic floor to open and settle downward. <coughs> Relaxing the hands and the arms. Allowing the back to be upright yet relaxed. Allowing for ease in the chest, stomach, and belly. Allowing the jaw to loosen and the muscles in the face to relax. (laughs) 
and then letting the eyes rest back into their sockets. And when you let the eyes rest back into the sockets, you might feel yet another quality of relaxation come into the body. Now I invite you to begin to contact whatever you're using as an anchor. So possibly the sensations associated with breathing in particular, the rising and falling of the abdomen as you breathe in and out. opening and receiving those sensations. And if there's any flavor of pleasantness within those sensations, to fully savor them. Not to grasp, but to open and savor the pleasantness, to soak in the pleasure. And if it's only neutral or unpleasant, to simply be with that.
I now invite you to have a curiosity about the details of the sensations you're aware of. So if it's within the rising and falling of the abdomen, noticing, catching the very beginning (coughs) of the abdomen rising as you breathe in. It might feel like the beginning happens suddenly or softly and gradually. And then feeling that movement to the very end of the in-breath. Does the movement stop suddenly or peter out? Feeling into that small gap between the rising and falling. And then the same for the outbreath, catching the very beginning. What does the beginning feel like? Happens suddenly or gradually, and feeling all the way to the end. It might be an abrupt stop or gradually fades away. And then that small gap once again between the rising and falling. This curiosity of noticing the details in a receptive way.
And when the mind gets lost in thoughts, to see that that too can be an object of our meditation. Just a little bit after the fact, maybe labeling thinking or the flavor of that thinking, remembering, planning, fantasizing, judging, making that mental note. There's a residue or a reverberation in the body around that, a tightness or an agitation, maybe feeling that for a while. And then returning to the anchor of the rise and fall of the abdomen possibly. And again, having this receptive curiosity about the sensations associated with the breathing, in particular, the rising and falling. Maybe feel into, does that movement, does the movement feel smooth in the rising? Or is it wave-like or bumpy? Does it feel like it's pulsing? And in the out-breath, what does the actual movement feel like? Clarifying these subtleties, these details.
And every so often noticing the attitude of the mind. Or in other words, how is the mind relating to experience right now? It might be wanting, really wanting something to happen that isn't happening or wanting more of something. It might be not wanting some aspect of experience, pushing it away in some manner. Or the mind might be simply present. Noticing this and then possibly returning to the anchor.
when the mind is lost in thought and there's a recognition of that, to label that, to note that. And then very gently returning to the anchor, receiving the details, the subtleties of that experience. And every so often checking in with and noticing the attitude of the mind. If there's wanting or not wanting or checking out or simply being present.
So just a few things you might want to remember as we continue on in our retreat together. Maybe first and foremost, uh, to remember thinking is not the enemy. I think often what can happen in my meditation is that as I'm uh, having this intention to begin to contact the bodily experience, my mind can make thinking the enemy. It's just another object of meditation. It's, it's just another another ar- arising that can be labeled. And it can be so helpful to use the noting or the labeling, oh, remembering, planning. You might contact the emotional quality underneath it, worry, agitation. And sometimes when I label the emotion that it seems like is within that, that mixture of the thinking, to feel that in the body in, in some kind of manner. And yes, often that kind of noticing is a, is a little bit of an after-the-fact noticing. The mind is lost in thought, and then there's the recognition, right? There's a waking up that thinking is happening, and then placing that label or that note. One of the reasons I've found uh, noting or labeling so helpful is that it, it clarifies it's, it's really utilizing this activity of mind perception. And it sharpens and clarifies what the mind is seeing. It's like if you're, say you're eating a bowl of soup and you, th- there's some spices in it and you're not quite exactly sure what it is. And then your friend tells you, oh, there's just a little bit of paprika in it. And then you taste it again. And it's like, oh, that's that taste. Oh, that's the paprika. Oh, there's, there's the rosemary. And when I have that label or that perception, it sharpens what I'm tasting in the soup. Have you ever noticed that? It's really quite striking how, how that happens, how perception helps bring that out. And we, I think especially around food, I've noticed this. It's the same thing with experience. If I can n- label or note the thinking or the emotional quality, or in particular, what I was inviting you to do is really feeling the rise and fall of the admin is using just a few words to describe what you're experiencing. Sometimes I'll just track one quality, the feeling of stretching or pressure that I might feel in the admin rising and falling. Or I'm tracking how the movement of the admin rising and falling feels. Sometimes it's smooth or bumpy. But placing that word, that note, helps sharpen it. And there can be so much going on there. You know, often, uh, especially when I was practicing in Nepal with Saida Uva Vikananda, I could go in and we'd be having these interviews six days a week. And most of my time could just be on reporting on the rise and fall of the abdomen. Because seeing how that changes, how, how the feeling of that changes over time and sharpening and clarifying my experience of it. And also checking in at times with the um, with the, the attitude of the mind. How is the mind relating to all this? Is it really striving to find something? I remember one time I went in to give my report to Saida Upandita. And he just said four words. <laughs> yeah, it was four words don't look for something. That's all he said, which is striking. He pulled that out of what I was reporting. And and I think what he meant is what he could feel is that I was really trying to push or strive to find something special. And there was this kind of leaning into experience, a kind of grasping, rather than just the simple receptivity of noticing what was going on. And so I found that really helpful of not a leaning in, but just the the the, oh, the stepping back the, the this receptive quality that's why this word surrender was so important to me just what's coming into awareness i don't even have to try to sharpen it i'm just noticing what appears and the same with the walking meditation just on the the bottoms of the feet you might want to take one quality the the change in pressure the change in temperature Noticing change.
And then there'll probably be ample opportunity to label thinking. I don't want to assume that, but what a great what a great chance, especially at the beginning of a retreat. The thinking mind's coming, starting to have this different relationship to it, noting, labeling what's going on. How is the mind relating to it? Oh, it's not liking the thinking. It's, oh, there's a pushing away there. Oh, there's wanting to really be lost in that story. You ever note something like planning, but it's like, oh, maybe I'll just finish the thought. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so sometimes all I'll play with is, can I, if, if that's going on, can I stop it in mid-sentence? Because a lot of times I at least want to get to the end of the sentence or the idea. No, 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 stop right now. What's that like to come back? Okay, may you have a a mindful day and we'll be getting the, the practice discussion so you might want to just double check the the time that you signed up for if you did sign up for today.